I would like to confess something that I did on Saturday morning, but I would like you to promise me, Callie, that I will not be judged. Well, I mean, it can't be worse than the story of what Ellie had to see in our bathroom that one time. So, yeah, this is also a bathroom story. Oh, boy. This Lots is, of bathroom talk. This is an issue when I was taking a, a shower on Saturday morning and realized I had no body wash. Oh, that's the worst, but also surprising because you're the king yep. of keeping back stock of stuff. Yep. And for I, that reason. Yep. And I and I went to our little, I don't know what you call it, linen closet, I uh -huh. guess. The bathroom pantry. Looked. I had no backups. I had no idea how this happened, but I was completely out of body wash. So I started sampling your stuff. And um, you had one that smelled delightful. It was a warm vanilla sugar. Yeah, that's a good one. Body wash. Mm -hmm. It smelled wonderful. Also, extremely feminine. Like, I would have smelled like a dainty little flower all day. Yes. And I wasn't feeling that. Yeah. I wasn't feeling dainty little flower this past right. Saturday. Uh, so I looked at all of my available options and settled on dog shampoo to bathe no, with did not. yes i did the oatmeal dog shampoo and here's why before you said you weren't going to judge it's not judging but you'll see why i side like that when you finish your story finish your go ahead the dog shampoo i looked at the ingredients like the number one ingredient was aloe vera right mm -hmm. then uh i think it's an oatmeal so there's like oatmeal something and there's a vitamin e additive and then there's like two ingredients that i don't know and i assume those are you know probably related to fleas or something and i don't want fleas so i will i'll be fine with it it didn't smell bad it didn't really foam a lot and felt a, it, it but it didn't feel drying or anything and i probably wouldn't do it again but in a pinch the dog shampoo was good I can't believe you chose that over the Cetaphil. I have Cetaphil body wash in there. I don't like that. Why? It's just super mild. Like it's. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's working. Oh. Yeah. So I really. I use that. The reason I have that in there, because I don't use that on a regular basis. But after I had the baby with like the C-section and all the stuff, like I was so paranoid about anything touching my scar and hurting. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, what's the most mild thing I could buy? Cetaphil. Perfect. Go. And it's still in our shower. Yeah. This I've used the Cetaphil before, but it doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't have the scrubbing power. Mm -hmm. It certainly didn't have the scrubbing power of, of the dog shampoo. Now, the only reason that I was giving you a look when you said that about the dog shampoo. Are you going to tell me that it's like some prescription strength, hundred dollar a bottle thing? And I just, no, no, no. what okay. I'm going to tell you is, is Blair's from like seven or eight years ago. Oh, that's fine. Shampoo doesn't go bad. Does it? Especially dog shampoo. I don't know. Did you wash your hair with it? No, oh, okay, I had shampoo. Okay. I had shampoo shampoo. Oh, okay. And I had my face wash, but from the neck down, I have got a shiny coat and I am flea free. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. 
If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I'm probably jinxing myself with this gratitude, but I'm grateful that I am not seriously impacted by the pollen. Yeah, because it was bad. Over the, yeah. yeah. And I, luckily, knock on wood, because every time I say that, people are like, oh, I lived here for 15 years, and then year 16, it was terrible. Yeah, I haven't had allergies my entire life before five, six years ago. Weird. So anyways, I'm grateful that I don't have to deal with it. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our washer and dryer. Right off the bat today, we have a March of Appreciation keyword to give you. Text the word BREAD to B-R-E-A-D. No, text the word BREAD, B-R-E-A-D, to 800-434-5454. Okay, here's the thing. We've got- And it's it's BREAD. I try to be really careful about picking words that can't have two spellings, but technically, I guess there are two spellings of BREAD. Yeah. Like- Like bread, like you bread a dog and then- Right. So it's not that. It's not- It's the the bread that you eat. It's not the animals doing it version. It's the let's make some toast version. Right. B-R-E-A-D. Um, we have three days left in the March of Appreciation Contest because it only goes until March 31st, uh, which is this week. March is over. Weird. Uh, this has been a super fun contest. I think it's really cool. Uh, you actually sent in your ideas for how the contest should work. And, um, I really like that we have so many prizes and it was a great idea for whoever sent that in. Here is what people have claimed. So you know what your prizes left are. Um, Gailey from, I think it's Gailey or Gally from California. He wants the Viore joggers, which are Jeff's favorite. They're so good. Uh, we have a listener from California who wants the slumber pod. And the only reason I'm not saying her name is because she's newly pregnant. And I don't know if she's she's, how many people she's told. Yeah. Brittany from Georgia got the Silver Hope earrings. Ileana from Georgia got the Salt and Pepper grinder and chopper. She said that her boyfriend cooks for her a lot, so she's getting that boyfriend or husband. I'm not sure. Um, Carrie from Chicago took the Google Nest. Nikki from Florida got the slip silk pillowcase. She did note that she is getting she chose that because her boyfriend steals her pillow or her husband steals her pillowcase, which yeah. I was funny. And Kristen from Minnesota got the Thrive Market gift card. Uh, Her husband just had a heart attack and they are starting a new lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. So she chose that and her husband is okay. And we are wishing her all the best and hope her husband is doing well. Everybody who wins and everybody who enters is eligible for the grand prize, which is $999. Just a heads up. If you have, uh, or if you have entered once or twice or three times or four times, you can increase your odds by going back. You don't have to enter the day the episode comes out for this round of the, the March of Appreciation or for this contest. You can go back and listen to old episodes and increase your chances of winning. Of winning the $999. The $999. Yes. So like, yeah. We're not going to pull a name from the first word of the month to win this week, but we're going to be using all of the entries. Well, we could. To win the $999. We could. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You get to, everybody who enters is eligible for all the prizes. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The more you know. There you go. Uh, And we are, I just said, uh, like 85 times. It's in my head. It's driving me nuts. 
We are adding a keyword for the March of Appreciation to this week's Pick Me Up newsletter. So if you haven't subscribed to that, go ahead and go to callieandjeff.com, click on the Pick Me Up tab, and make sure you're subscribed so you can get that extra entry. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, 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 yeah. I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Go to, oh, and the list is updated at callieandjeff.com, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I want to confess, and I hope you don't take take this the wrong way, Callie, but I want to confess that you going back to work has really, I want to say this the right way because it could sound really bad, but it has alleviated some amount of stress in my life because you being in a predictable routine allows me to set a routine around that. And you know how much I like routines. This is funny because I, you said, you mentioned this in passing a couple of days ago to me and I felt kind of like, well, that's a little disconcerting. And also because if I ever don't have a corporate job, are you just going to be out of sorts of routine? No, I've, I've already decided what's going to happen if you don't have a, okay. if you're not going to work every day. But I think it's because you naturally always, even when you're not even thinking about it, go around everybody else. Like you are really good about being accommodating to everyone. So I think that in the back of your head is like, oh, well, I don't want to mess up Callie's morning or I, you know what I mean? You do that all the time by nature anyways. We talked about that on yeah. the show. So I wonder if it's like unconsciously you're moving around the house trying to make sure that you don't mess up my routine. That's, that's 50% of it. Yeah. And the other 50% of it is um, waiting and timing. So I will say, like you did this to me, over the weekend, I think, I think it was on, on Saturday Mm -hmm. where you said, I have to run to target. So running to target to me, because there's a target five minutes from our house has you back in 30 minutes, you were gone for 90 and that screwed me up because you just said, I have to run to target. So that made me think you were going to get like laundry detergent and dog treats or whatever. And you were coming back. I didn't realize you had multiple errands to run and you didn't communicate that. So in my head, I was like, okay, well, I'll do this and this and this while she's gone. And then I got Ellie and this and that and that. And it was all planned out. And when you would be home and then every minute that you weren't back was throwing me off and that created stress. So here's what would happen if you didn't have what would have to happen if you didn't have a... Well, I'm going to be working from home next week. So this will be our plan, I guess, for next week. When no, I'm... it won't work for a week. Oh, okay. It, it won't. It, but if there was ever a time where you... Like, I'm not going to do it for a week, but we would have to have a routine where we get up at the same time every day. We go to bed at the same time every night because you're really bad about that. I am, but what part of that is? We would just have, it It comforts me to have a routine and a schedule. Mm-hmm. So we would have to work together to stick to that. Like I would have to communicate with you like, hey, what's the plan for tomorrow? Okay, we're going to work on this at this time. So we both have to be up at this time and this is what we need to do. And this is what we need to do. Like 
a lifetime of not knowing what time you're getting out of bed would drive me nuts. <laughs> That's funny. But you know what I'm saying? I do. I I think that we would both have to be flexible. Yeah, you could sleep as late as you want. But I just have to tell you what time. There would just have to be a start to the day. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's that's well, I'm sorry I throw you off so much. I You don't throw me off. It's I me- tried it's funny because I tried really hard on Thursday and Friday when I was working from home to get up and be in the same routine that still threw you <laughs> threw you off. But I tried. I was trying to be more considerate of your time. It's not you. Doing. You're not doing anything wrong. I am recognizing what it takes me, what what I have what I require to function efficiently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can be flexible with it. I'm just saying if there was a long period, now I feel like a jerk. Oh, mm-hmm. you're not a jerk at all. No, okay. no, no. You're not a jerk at all. I um just feel like it's something we definitely have to like figure out how it works and it'll be something that we navigate. But I think we should come up with a little bit of a routine when I'm working from home so that you can, you know what I mean? Now that I know if there's like little things that we can do for the week that I'm working from home, I think we should look into that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. I had to, you don't have to apologize. I'm glad you said something. And I think it's cool that you recognized it. And I'm glad that I am going back to work because you seem to be in a really good mental space with work stuff. Yes, because it allows me, it it organizes the chaos. I can organize my chaos around you. Yeah. I had two really exciting things happen this weekend. One of them was that I, I, I want to be careful how I say this. Don't be, I know why you want to be careful because that one jerk, I know her name, Emily, on Ooh, Instagram. There you go. Uh, who... Sent you a nasty post about why are you always posting about working out or whatever. You don't have to be careful because of her. Okay. Like it's still a win. You should be proud. Um. So I put on. I have in my cl- okay. I'm five months postpartum now officially, and it's just weird going from. It's just weird. Postpartum bodies are weird. And if you've had a baby, you know, I thought I knew, but I didn't really until I had a baby. And now I'm like, yeah, this is definitely weird. But your hormones are all over the place. Your body changes. And it's just the whole thing is odd. I have been working out super hard. Jeff's seen it. I've been like on Weight Watchers and like working out super hard. And I feel really, really good about it. And this weekend, I took out a I, pair. Can I can I say something? Of course. About the working out really hard. Of course. You are working out really hard, but it's not like the way you said that. It sounded like almost obsessive. It's not. You're not obsessed by it. You have committed to doing something every single day. Six days a week. Yeah, thirty minutes is what I committed to do. Right, and you're doing it, and you've got a really great streak going of days where you work out. And I'm challenging myself. Like before I was, you know, I would do a Pilates class or a yoga class, but I wasn't concerned with pushing my boundaries, you know, and now it's cool because I've upped my weights and I'm starting to challenge myself in in ways that maybe I didn't before. Yeah. And so it's 
really effective and going really well. Not only am I proud of myself, but my mental clarity, I feel mentally so good. It just brings a lot of joy to my brain. So that's another reason that I like doing it. And this weekend I have a pair of boyfriend jeans that I've had for years. Right. And I have my maternity jeans because those are what fits me right now. And I don't know why, but I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see how close I am to being able to pull up those jeans because the boyfriend jeans a month ago couldn't get them past my thighs. Wasn't going to happen. Put them on this weekend. Not only could I put them on and pull them all the way up, I could button them. I could button my pants. Nice work. It's huge. I did a little victory dance. I was so excited. I still am excited. I'm like riding high on having a pair of my jeans And there's no better motivation when you're trying to achieve a weight loss goal or a get in shape goal than a real life victory. Like, like losing weight on the scale is cool. Yeah. They call that um, like non-scale victory. Yes. Yeah. But that right there, I remember when I was back when I was running and I would run a mile or two or whatever, and then look at my watch mm-hmm. and to see, to check the time. And it would be 10 seconds or 15 seconds. You're and like, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And I was like, I almost couldn't wait to go run again to, because you're flying high off that little victory. Yeah. And the little victories, I think just propel you forward. And so that actually, I wouldn't consider a little victory to me. That was a huge victory and so exciting. So heck yeah. One pair of jeans of my jeans, they fit, they button. Yes. Nice work. Second win. We got trophies in the mail this weekend for being nominated for two podcast awards. And we didn't win in either category, but I don't care. It's the first trophy I've ever gotten based on merit. Really? Like the first non-participation trophy that I've ever gotten. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that's a, that's a little bit sad and it's a little bit awesome. Why is it sad? I was totally, there's no reason I would have gotten that in school because I was a totally like average student at my school. I wasn't ever good at sports. So I never got, I mean, I got participation trophies, like everyone got them, but I've never won anything. Uh, and I've never been in a position like my clients have won awards, but I never have. It's just not something that I do. So that was really neat. And I was really proud and really excited of it. And I know you probably want to put them in the office. I kind of want to like carry it around with me. Like a kid carries around Should you take a favorite it? blanket or something. Do you want to take it to work and put it on your desk? You know, I kind of do. I'm not going to lie. You should. I'm really, really proud of it. And I can't believe that happened. So yay. this is the, <laughs> um, the, this award was from, uh, Several months ago, it was, it's the podcast awards, and y'all got us nominated in two categories. Um, one is called Society and Culture, which is like our official category that the, our podcast yeah. is listed under with Apple Podcasts. And then the other one was like overall best podcast, like podcast of the year. And it is a big deal because there's only 10 nominees in each category, and we are a brand new show, and we won or we were nominated, and they're like, I think I think last week the threshold of two million podcasts was reached. There's two million That's unique crazy. shows in the world. So yeah. So congratulations. I mean, congratulations to you, but yay. Uh, I I was asked to write an article for a website called Up Journey. 
And UpJourney is, it's this website that's got like articles and courses and book excerpts about, and it, like the kind of the theme is how to improve your life. Mm-hmm. And your article was great. Your oh, part of it was awesome. I thought was it was it? fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Um, somebody, I'm going to try to write more stuff because I enjoy it. Do but, you? Yeah, but I have to block the time for it. So I, I'm part of my goal. You're really good at it. You used to do that a ton on Facebook and it was so motivating and I loved reading it even before I met you. Well, as soon as you get out of the house more. Yeah. Jeff will start writing when I leave the house. Um, But uh, I was listed as a gratitude expert, which I thought was really cool. And the question was, how do you deal with a person who doesn't return your spirit of gratitude. So a coworker. I think we've all run into that. Yep. Um, I labeled them um, an UG. I I thought it, I didn't read it as an UG. I read it as a UGH. Yeah. I mean, that's an ugh. spelled the same way. U-G-H, an ungrateful human. <laughs> I said, you've just crossed paths with an UG, an ungrateful human. They suck up happiness and warmth like one of those fancy Dyson vacuums justifying their salty ways with excuses like, I'm just keeping it real. I know that person so well because I used to be that person. But my- You did used to be that person. Mm-hmm. I'll um, make sure that the link to this goes in the show notes. But I basically said the best way to deal with somebody like that is to pummel them, overwhelm them with great- uh, amounts of gratitude and kindness. So if they show you no appreciation for the fact that you dropped everything to come watch their kids because they forgot about like their baby's doctor appointment or something like that, you respond to that, you know, brush off of gratitude by instead thanking them for the opportunity to mix up your normal daily routine and spend time Mm. with their children. Yep. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, the whole article will be linked in the show notes, but I want to thank, um, uh, up journey for including me on their website. I thought that was cool. All right. You have been in pajamas and slippers for the past year. Don't even lie. I know you have. Well, when you are diving back into the real world, make sure you stay comfortable and do that with Rothy's shoes. Now, when I say comfortable, I don't mean like, oh, they're pretty comfortable. But then, you know, when I finish my work day, I have blisters all over my feet. No, 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 no. What I mean is I got a pair of Rothy's in the mail. I took them out you know, for work for the next day, laid them out, went to work the next day, worked a full eight hour day in a brand new pair of Rothy's and did not get one blister, one scratch on my skin. They are super comfortable. Not only are they comfortable, but they are super cute. They're a celebrity favorite and I love them. I love them so much that I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's shoes. My favorite right now is the sneaker style. It's great for just on the go and every day, but I also love the loafer style, which is what I'll wear to work with some jeans and a button up. It's a really cute look and I love their shoes, their bags and their masks, which are all machine washable. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. If you're trying to find a way to put some extra money in your pocket, 
here is a suggestion. What if you were able to refinance your credit cards and save hundreds of dollars, maybe even thousands of dollars a year in interest? You can do that with Lightstream. They offer credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Now, the average credit card interest rate is over 18% APR. So think of how much money you could save every single month and how quickly that would add up simply by contacting Lightstream and getting a credit card consolidation loan through them. The rate is fixed. It's never going to go up for the life of the loan and there are no fees You might even get your money the same day you apply with Lightstream. Just for upside listeners only, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Go to lightstream.com slash upside for more information. This episode of The Upside is sponsored by Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Prescription acne treatment really works, but it's kind of a pain to get. You have to take time off work. You got to see a doctor, go to the pharmacy, all that kind of stuff until apostrophe. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board certified dermatologist online. You'll be treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. Now I have had it on my to-do list for months to get back into a prescription skincare routine for the melasma on my face, the little brown spots all over my face that drive me nuts. And I keep forgetting to make an appointment with my dermatologist. And I thought about it last week at 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to get the skincare. So I log on to apostrophe. They asked me questions about my medical history and stuff like that. Then they ask you to submit pictures of the problem area. So I sent them a couple of pictures of my face within three hours. I had a message from a dermatologist with a prescription to address my skincare needs. It was super easy, super efficient. And the doctor asked if they could see me back in three months to see how my skin is doing after that. Get $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside and use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use code upside at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash upside and use that code upside to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. Today's quote of the day. It doesn't matter where you came from. All that matters is where you're going. Our call of the week this week is going to open itself up to or open the show up to a great topic. Hey, y'all. My name is Tara. Um, This is Thursday, March 25th, and I just had to pause the show uh, to let Callie know I feel like we've officially connected on a new level. I, too, cannot stand The Wizard of Oz. I have three children. They are six, nine, and 11. Have never seen it. Um, My husband, every year that it comes out on TV, he's like, it's the year. We've got to let them watch it. No, thank you. I cannot handle The Witch. Hope you all have a great day. Bye. 
Is there anything from your childhood that still scares you as an adult? Um, no, because there were some scary movies that freaked me out. And then I went back as an adult and watched them and they were so not as bad. So it erased the fear. Like, I almost wonder if that would happen to Tara because in you make it out to be in your so much, like there was one summer. Oh, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I've seen The Bad Witch on TV and it still scares me. Really? Uh-huh. I remember watching a movie about piranhas. I think the name <laughs> of the movie might have been Piranha. Piranha. Yeah. And I don't know if I went swimming that summer. And we had like two or three neighbors that all had pools. And I was like, uh, no way, because one of those piranhas can get into the plumbing, come up through the pipe, come up through the filter, get in the pool and eat me. Yeah. Like I was convinced of it. But then I saw, I was scrolling, I was watching cable, you know, as an adult and it was on and I watched it and it was so cheesy and campy and bad. I have a clown thing. I, and it's a serious clown thing. It's not like, oh, let's scare Callie by having a clown jump out of a closet. Like I will have a heart attack. (laughs) She will stab the clown. I will stab, well, I'll stab the clown and then I'll come stab you. Um, but I, in fifth grade, ironically, Star 94 is connected to so many memories for me. (laughs) Star 94 used to have this thing called the Haunted House of Booze. And it was in the Tabernacle, which in itself is a creepy building. Yep. Um, it's an old church. And they had a haunted house. This is before Netherworld was a thing and all of that. And they would get. Netherworld, by the way, if you're not listening or if you're uh, not from Atlanta, you probably don't know what Netherworld is. But it it consistently ranks as one of the top haunted houses in the country. Country, Yeah. There's an hour long wait to get in. You've done it, right? Yeah. For the month of October and and in in. Yeah, it's just, it's this huge. It's in Atlanta. Yeah, it's an Atlanta thing, but people travel to go to it. Yes. And, and so, but I guess there was a time when it didn't exist. Because that's the, really the only haunted house that anybody thinks of Here. in Atlanta. Yeah. So I guess before so, it existed, you so could have other ones. Star 94 Haunted House of Booze, and they would get these like. Booze, like B-O-O-Z-E? B-O-O-S. Oh, okay. Boo, like boo, ghost. And they would get these Georgia Tech students, because Georgia Tech is in Atlanta also, to be the actors and stuff like that, right? So, so scary. And I don't know, now I'm sure they have more strict laws on can you touch people, can you not touch people, whatever, but they were allowed to touch you. And it was horrifying. And I walk into this room and it's completely white. There's a bed with a ton of stuffed animals on it. And there's lullaby music playing, oh, which you just know is going to be like something bad is going to happen in that room. That's hor- That right there is horrifying. Right. But I'm in fifth grade. So I'm thinking, and this is my fr- friend's birthday party. So I had to go. Like, I didn't want to be the only one that was like, oh, I can't go. Catching my breath from the last thing. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. We're getting a break. It's just creepy music. Clown pops out from the stuffed animals and starts chasing us and actually like, quote unquote, cut the back of my legs, like with their hand, like, and then they would spray you with water and make you think you were bleeding. Oh my God. It was, it was awful. Needless to say, still still scared of clowns to this day. And there was actually, to end that on a positive note. I was crying so hard that one of the characters took their mask off and walked me through the rest of the haunted house and told me when things were going to pop out and stuff. It was a guy. I remember he had glasses. I remember him being really tall, but that doesn't 
totally count because I was in fifth grade. So you were 11 anybody, and he's yeah. a college student. So thank he, you to whoever that guy was. You saved me in the haunted house. I will never forget that. And I also hate clowns and I will never be okay with them. And that is the reason why. If you have a childhood memory that scarred you forever, 800-434-5454. Um, it's almost, it'll almost be like a big And we mean like a, a light thing. Yeah, not something truly, not a Truly awful, yeah, not, not a, a tragic, tragic memory. Right. But something that would typically be embraced by the youth. Yes. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't at all be surprised if we got messages about uh, some of the Easter bunnies out there in the world. Mm-hmm. Those are big and scary. Because, yeah, and for whatever reason. Um, they're creepy. Yeah, there's some of them just don't look. There's not a consistency in the look. Yes. Like all of Santa's helpers who are at all the malls. Yeah. All kind of have a uniform look. True, yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of the Easter Bunny helpers that get deployed to the malls. The faces the, look Some of them are on a budget. I yeah. think, you know? So, mm-hmm. all right, that's 800-434-5454. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. Because you love a category, I've got categories for the Good. things. Good, what is our category? The human body. Oh. Uh, number one, did you know that only half of your nose is working at any given time? Nostrils switch on and off every three to four hours so that one is always smelling and breathing while the other closes down and rests. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, Number two, three random things. Number two, if somebody in your house snores, here's a tip that you can use to cut back on that. Uh, Do not eat salt before bedtime Hmm. uh, because salt will make your throat swell up and that would increase the chances of that somebody would snore. Also, Put some basil or oregano into their evening food uh, because those will relax the throat muscles and allow you to breathe more freely. Interesting. Yep. Uh, And a third random thing related to the human body. Uh, A study said that the average U.S. adult gained one pound for every 20 days spent in lockdown. So if we can... If we'll just use 365 days, we'll round that up. We'll add a month to it. We'll round that up to 400 days. That means the average person would have gained 20 pounds. So what we're telling you is you are not alone, which is the theme of this show. The biggest culprits, obviously, for packing on the pounds, lack of activity, and an increase in snacking. Plus, people were just overeating more than usual at uh, at meals and uh, just being sedentary. So those are uh, my three random things for today. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. It's Monday, if you're listening to this on the day of release. And I would just like to say that no matter how bad your week goes, it will probably not be as bad as whoever is responsible for the boat blocking the Suez Canal. 
Oh my gosh. I just, well, I didn't really, I don't have a lot of knowledge about shipping, you know, like physical ships yeah. or, and how that kind of stuff works. Yeah. But apparently it is causing huge problems in industries that rely on that to get through there because they can't get through. There are so there's materials that are used to make toilet paper that can't get through to deliver those things. It's just, I mean, and what are we do gonna you do? Are we going to have another toilet paper shortage? Uh, they actually said that on the news oh, really? last week. Yeah, they said that it might be an issue if they can't get through. But they said, I mean, this is not going to be like another two days that the, the ship is stuck. Well, and once Barge, they, what what is it? I don't know. Cargo ship. Once yeah. this cargo ship is freed, then all the ships that are backed up behind it have to make their way through the canal. So it's going to be right. like, and here's the, I was thinking about this because there's a lot of global news that happens, but rarely is it all come down on the shoulders of one person. So at least this week, likely, probably, most likely, your worst mistake will not be global news. Hey, Jeff, I was just calling to let you know that I went to see a life coach last summer. It was completely out of my element, um, but in the three months, we dug up and found understanding and <laughs> developed strategies for dealing with situations, you know, work and just life. M more things were dealt with in those sessions just in three months than in two years of therapy um, because they do ask questions and they do make observations and they do bring things to your attention more so than like a therapist and I found it it was huge it was worth the investment and I don't think I ever would have really had that revelation and that extra added boldness I guess without having done that so I vote for yes and um good luck for the past several years when I've gone to the dentist they've remarked about how clean my teeth are and I'll tell you when that started when I moved from a manual toothbrush to an electric toothbrush you know there's so many benefits of using an electric over a manual toothbrush and number of strokes is one of them like your hand can only move so fast in your mouth to scrub your teeth clean with an electric toothbrush so much faster trust me and if you're gonna make the switch from manual to electric make the switch to a brush toothbrush it is like a work of art sitting on your bathroom counter i love just staring at it but it's also super practical it's got six modes that will customize your brushing experience so if you're trying to whiten your teeth if you've got sensitive gums if you're just doing a normal brush even if you're brushing your tongue it's all there on a brush toothbrush waiting for you so ditch the manual toothbrush Move to electric, move to a brush, and you can get 15% off your brush toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code UPSIDE at brush.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Save 15% using promo code UPSIDE. Hey, I'm getting kind of used to Amy's story of the day. <laughs> you guys should give her a segment or at least have her call in like once a month. Now I feel like... What's next in this bikini wax saga? <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys, about that gift for <clears throat> your friend's new baby. Um, I actually do agree with Jeff. I think that's a great idea to get 
all three of them something. I'm the youngest of three. I did get shafted. I didn't. I never had a baby book, whatever, but I'm over it. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's a great idea. I don't know, you know, if they're girls or boys or whatever, but maybe something small that they'll honestly have forever, like a necklace or some sort of piece of jewelry, something that they will keep forever um, and they can use later in life. I don't know. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Hello, this is Hillary from Georgia, and I just wanted to say congratulations to Callie. You made it through your first week back from maternity leave, and I'm really happy for you. Hi, um, I had an idea from today's episode. My name is Grace, and I was thinking, Callie, for your friends who are not sure what to get them, you could get all three kids a Kiko box. That way they can have something new to play with, and it's fun for everyone, and it's not necessarily something that they already have. Just an idea. All right, bye. Okay, so this is in reference to what to get the third child. Take Jeff's idea and the blanket idea and meld them together. Just ask your friend if there is a blanket she already has that you can take and get embroidered or however you put the name on it with the other two. That way, still has a blanket with their name on it, but you're not giving anything extra that your friend doesn't feel like she needs. Anyway, just a suggestion. Love you guys. Uh, Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm just calling about the baby present, and um, I agree with her. Probably no more stuff, but if you want to make the other two jealous, get her, get the new baby uh, a sock in her name because my uncle did that for me when I turned one, and he bought me uh, just one single sock in Disney, and trust me, it's worth it. Okay, bye. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. Kelly, listening to today's episode where you are looking for a baby gift, and I have the perfect thing. Go to craft uh, e the letter e family dot com. They make these blocks that are my go-to baby gift. You can personalize them. They're about twenty bucks when you mail them out. They're under twenty-five dollars total, gift wrapped, and it has you know the name, date, uh, weight, height really cute. They have lots of different versions. It's very small, so it won't take a lot of space up in your friend's house, but it is precious, and all of my friends love it. My cousin gave me one, and now it is the thing that I give everyone. hope you all are having a great day, and I look forward to uh, continue listening to the episode. Bye, y'all. You can't be perfect without knowing what imperfect is. You have to experience imperfection at some point to go, now I'm perfect. I would urge anybody listening to really, really look into what their definition of success is because it should be yours, not other people's perception and not their definition. So a win is always a win when you know what it is to you.